Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Have you ever just felt out of it? Like the only word to describe it is meh. Then you need to dance it out. Dance is medicine and it's my favorite form of art and expression because unlike going to Pilates or yoga and going deep within, dancing is about letting it all out, having fun, being silly and being playful. And it's all about experimenting. And I know that a lot of us can use more of that in our lives. So growing up, I loved dancing. I was the little girl who would dress up in my Indian clothes and jewelry, put on those music videos, and I would not stop dancing until I knew the entire routine. And until this day, I want to say I know a couple of them just by muscle memory, but I love dancing. Dancing is so freaking beautiful and even in high school I was in Polynesian took a little bit of belly dancing so it's always been interesting to me and after high school I actually got into soca dance hall um, so like more of Afro-Caribbean beat um, dancing and and then life gets busy and you just kind of stop like the only dancing you do is at a club but I mean is it really dancing because There's only so much you can move around and stuff in a club, you know, but I have been dancing a lot more since being quarantined and realized there's a major correlation between dance and our chakras and dancing is the perfect way to balance it out. So if you're not familiar with what chakras are, I highly recommend going back to episode seven and getting a really nice detailed 101 perspective But essentially, chakras are energy centers in our body. So it's comprised of like our aura, energetic matrix, um, and it encompasses our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects. And it helps to regulate your human energy. But we all have seven chakras and everything we do influences these chakras in some shape, way, or form. Some of us are born with chakras more powerful than others. Um, Some of us are born with chakras that are depleted. Some of it's cultural, past life related, or a major impact is on our upbringing. And these things can all change it, but it just gives you a really good understanding of how you are and how you relate to your mind-body connection. So the chakra systems derive from the Vedas. Vedas literally translates to the word knowledge. And these are actually the world's oldest written pieces of literature. And it's not stories. It's actually information on how to live your life. So the Vedas actually encompass Ayurveda, yoga, and also astrology and feng shui. No chakra is better than the other. They're all equally important. And in order for someone to be embodied or enlightened or whatever you want to call it right 
being a whole person, you need to have all seven chakras be balanced. Because if you're only focused on one, like if you're trying to be all about your third eye or all about your root chakra, you're not going to be balanced. And there are different things we can do to activate and balance all those energies. But today I'm going to talk about how we can do certain dances to balance each of the chakras. So the root chakra is all about survival. It's very primal, passionate. It's fight or flight. And it's at the base of your spine. So think of this as being the perineum, legs, hips, thighs, and just anchoring you down into earth. So the dance moves for this, it's going downwards. It's being grounded, being rooted, being very primal. And you can feel it in your body. Like you want to be so embodied that when someone else sees you dance, it's like, damn, I feel that. Like I get the tingles just watching them dance. So a lot of dance hall, which is a style from Jamaica, encompasses this. And then there's also this beautiful masculine and feminine flow. So the feminine is, you know, winding your hips, which is moving and circling your hips, touching yourself, slowing it down. And just juicing yourself up. And then there's also this masculine where you're just jumping and you're high energy and you're going all out, you know, changing levels. And that's how it's expressed. So for a lot of us who didn't grow up in cultures like Jamaica where sexuality isn't something to be ashamed of, it's really important to get into your body and feel that root just sink in and let go. Because dance hall is medicine. It's literally self-work because you're getting so into your body. So dance hall, African dance, hip-hop dance, Aborigines, Native American, many of them are root chakra because they're low to the ground. And, you know, African dance, you're squatting the whole time. If your legs are straight, you're not African dancing. You are low to the ground. Your hips are down. They're rooted. And the energy is coming from below. It's coming from earth. Nothing is coming from up. It's all coming from earth. Everything starts from the lower part. And even with hip hop, which you know came from an African came from African dance, it's very low to the ground. You lean forward a lot. It's a lot of big low movements. So the energy is moving downwards. Another thing with root chakra dances is that when you're doing it, you don't look the same as anyone else. You're like, you're not supposed to. And that's the beauty of these root chakra dances. It's really embodying your individuality. It's saying, yes, this is who I am. I'm wild. I'm raw. I'm primal. I'm an animal. And that's fucking sexy. You know, so I think this is something a lot of us Americans need to work on and you know, root chakra is just, it's ever moving and flowing and it has this amazing flow of its own to get into the body. And it's honestly one of the most powerful self-works I've ever done. So if you just look up African dancing, you'll find a ton of stuff like online, you know, like of like YouTube or just even in your own city. And I would kind of skew away from hip hop because over the years, hip-hop has actually moved up, meaning, like, the movements are more so of, like, your arms and is this right and, you know, it's just, it's more of choreography so it gets in the head, 
you know, and if it's choreography, then you have to remember you've moved to the head. Whereas if you're truly African or Native American dance hall dancing, there is no choreography. There might be a move, but everyone's just doing it differently. And that's the whole point of it. So that's how you open up the root chakra, connecting to your ground, connecting to your primal energy. And that's the base of your entire being. So you can't build a skyscraper when the base is wobbly. So if your root chakra isn't rooted to the ground, you're not receiving that earth energy. And it doesn't matter how many books you read, doesn't matter how smart you are, like doesn't matter how anything, you know, like there's people who are really good at talking and they're really smart, but you're just like not feeling it, you know, and that's how you know, like, okay, their, their root chakra isn't exactly connected and in place. Because when your body is aligned, then it makes the work so much easier. And it's the only way for it to be believable because then everyone can feel your energy and energy never lies. So root chakra, this is the main foundation. Now moving up to the sacral chakra, which is right below the belly button area, which is kind of like your genitalia, it's lust, sensuality, infatuation, romance, it's feeling it. So while the root chakra is more so of like, mm, I would love to love you and caress you and stare into your eyes and merge our bodies together, which is very tantric in nature, you know, the, the sacral chakra is more so of like, ooh, I want you, I'm going to rip your clothes off, let's do it now, you know, and it's still in the lower body, but it's more feminine, right? Like, whereas the root chakra is primal and a little more masculine. And when I think of sacral chakra, belly dancing is what comes to mind because for a lot of women, it's a movement that we crave. And with root chakra dances, it can be a lot. It might be a little too out there. You know, if you're not used to it, then all the jumping, the energy, getting low to the ground, it's a lot on the body. But belly dance, you're standing most of the time, you know, your knees are slightly bent and you might drop it low, but then you come back up and you, you know, there isn't any squatting or bending over. So when I think of this, I think of strippers because they're always straight up and they have curves in the body, but they're rarely like twerking, you know? So thinking, thinking of like pole dancing too, it's all in the hips. It's very feminine no bending, like very sexy, slow, seductive movements, very feminine. Another thing is also tango because tango, it's, you know, especially Argentina tango, there's just no rules. It's like, I love you. And it's just like playing this game. And the same thing with bachata. So bachata is from Dominican Republic. And if you ever listen to Aventura, which they're a bachata group, the music is amazing and you should definitely listen to it. Um, it's the same beat that your legs are intertwined to each other and you kick your knees up into each other's groin area. So you're like literally pedestaled onto each other and you just keep going back and forth. And it's you're so close to each other, like chest to chest. And it's about to go on like it's a it's like it's about to get on when you're doing when you're doing that dance, but it's so romantic. So other practices are salsa, bachata, tango, 
and hula dancing because it's all about like being feminine and sensual and even like when you're with a partner dancing it's very seductive and it's like a game you know like especially with Argentina tango there's like no rules you know and with bachata you're so close chest to chest like it's about to go down but at the same time it's very romantic then we move up to our solar plexus which is our stomach digestive area and this is in charge of your identity and this is our ego and don't think about ego in a bad way we need our egos to survive ego means identity personality so think of it in that sense because if we didn't have our egos we would literally be nothingness so think of it as sense of self so this is the middle of the body right it anchors the bottom two chakras and then the top two chakras so think of this as very masculine powerful athletic viral fighting dramatic kind of dance like whoo you know and what i think of is greek line dancing hoppa like it's very strong they're jumping and same with arabic dancing a lot of line dancing you know you put your arms on each other's shoulders and even if you look into regions of like the middle east persian empire ottoman empire you know a lot of war was going on and their dances reflected it so it's like this is my tribe this is my crew we're powerful we're strong we're united and you can see it in their dance because it's very powerful purposeful and clearly defined so when you think of solar plexus dances think of line dancing like middle eastern greek moroccan tunisian and another one is capo capoeira Cap it's c-a-p-o-e-i-r-a which is actually a brazilian martial arts dance and you've probably seen it um there's a ton of videos on instagram but it's like they're mock fighting but they're doing karate moves and they're not actually fighting each other it's a dance so you have to be very athletic to do that <laughs> i'm not on that level um but i know a lot of women are doing that now you're kicking jumping leaping and it's very battlesome but you're not actually fighting each other so these are great examples and then i think a feminine form would be samba which is you know brazilian dance that more women do and it's like a who look at me like you know just to give perspective of a masculine and feminine form of the solar plexus dance medicine and then we move to the heart chakra which is all about universal love joy and compassion and when i think of this i envision sufi whirling so sufism is a form of islam that's about having this devotional and romantic relationship with the divine and a lot of the works of persian poets rumi and hafiz really displayed these so the poetry wasn't wasn't about a person it was actually about the divine it was about god so in sufism they do something called swirling and you put your arms out on either side and you stare at a finger and you swirl and swirl and swirl in circles and you don't get dizzy because you're staring at that finger and it's traditionally done wearing a long red robe and it's interesting because sufis are actually from Iran and now they're in Turkey because they've 
you know, gotten exiled by the government, but a lot of them are also in India, and Sufis can do this for days, literally without eating, drinking, going to the restroom, because that's how connected they are at, you know, with source at that moment. They've literally levitated out of their body. So, in a way, Sufi whirling is actually very crown chakra as well. It starts off from the heart, but then you're so connected, it becomes the crown chakra. And then anytime we see backbending and dances like tango, ballroom, this is also, you know, dance medicine for the heart chakra because your chest is open the whole time. And you have that open chest because how else will you connect with your partner? The reason that came to be is because when your chest is open, energetically you're expanding your heart to that partner so when you're in waltz you're receiving that person you're staring each into each other's eyes and it's this deep heart-to-heart connection and it doesn't matter whether you're romantic or not because you're truly just loving and experiencing each other in that moment so that's another perfect example of heart chakra dance and i also think that anything you do that feels good like You know how like if you're about to go take a shower or even after or you're just in your room by yourself and you do this like crazy kooky funny dance? I think that's definitely heart chakra dances as well. Um, But yeah, so anything funky that you do, you know, just to feel good and express yourself. And then throat chakra is communication. So anytime dance and the voice are woven together that is through chakra dance medicine. And what comes to mind is Native American dancing because they stand around a fire and they're chanting and marching at the same time. And in Hawaii, chants and dance are always combined to communicate a story. So even hula dance, like when they're hulaing, it's not just to being sexy. It's actually telling a story. That's what they're doing with their arms. That's you know, a perfect example is oftentimes they'll chant along with it. So even in ancient Egyptian dance, dance was actually recited with poetry in the past. So, you know, it's a lot of movement to tell a story. And, and even in Tibetan dance, there's mystical rituals with the monks where they're chanting and making delicate movements with the body. And I've noticed that in a lot of Asian cultures, the dances tend to be the higher chakras. They don't move in the lower body. And cultures of, you know, Latin American, African, Middle Eastern, these tend to be more lower body. So it's actually really interesting. It's kind of anthropological to see how dance and culture is interconnected then you incorporate the chakras and that spiritual perspective. Like, it's pretty freaking cool. So you can also add yoga because while doing bhakti, you're, you're um, doing chants. And that's a good expression. But the thing about yoga is you're doing postures. And doing postures, you're very masculine. And I think that's something a lot of people don't understand. Like, people think, oh, I'm doing a girly exercise. But... Yoga was actually never allowed for women historically. Women weren't allowed to practice, only men were. And very recently, women were allowed to be practicing, 
But yoga was created for young boys to repress their urges and settle down their nervous energy um, in their bodies so they could sit down and meditate. So that's where yoga actually comes from. So it's a very masculine practice and it's structured. So even when doing Surya Namaskaras, you're activating stillness. And stillness is masculine. People think, oh, if you're moving, that's masculine. If you're still, that's feminine. But no, a lot of movement is masculine and stillness is masculine. Either side of that spectrum is masculine. The feminine is in between. It's neither woo-ha, wild movement, nor is the stillness. It's always moving and it's always flowing. I think of it like water because water is never still. Air is never still. So the next chakra is the third eye, which is the space between your eyebrows, and it's in charge of your intuition. When our third eyes are open, we are open to altered states of consciousness. So anything that's ritualistic, medicinal, and kind of going into a trance, in a way, is a third eye chakra. And it's very insightful. So it's telling a story If you're seeing deeper of what's going on in your body or going into the past to see what happened and what the true deep meaning of things are. So when it comes to dance medicine, I think of Indian dance, especially traditional Kathak, Natyam. These types of Indian dances are actually, they incorporate a lot of eye movement. So you move your eyes side to side. You move your head, and of course, we all know that side to side, it's a lot of mudras. Mudras are positions in your hands, and they tell a story. So the first thing that comes to mind is classical Indian dance, and especially Balinese dance. So Balinese dance is actually originating from India with the local Indonesian ties, because Bali is the only Hindu island in Indonesia. And Indonesia has the world's largest Muslim population. So the Hindus actually went to Bali and ended up staying there as a Hindu island. So that's why there's like so much of Indian influence even till this day. And the Balinese dance has that Indian classical mysticism. But at the same time, they bring a lot of their own local traditions. And a lot of their dances have like incorporated talking with the eyes so if you've ever watched a Bollywood movie there's a lot of this like looking and talking with your eyes like being coy like ooh, do you want me and stuff so that's what comes to mind and with Balinese dancing if you watch videos on YouTube they actually bring their eyes really really wide and They do this with the body and it's this ebb and flow that coordinates with your body movements. It's kind of hard to explain. So I recommend Googling Balinese dance to, you know, see what it looks like. But lastly, we have our crown chakra. So our crown chakra is the space above our heads that transmutes universal wisdom up from above into our body, into our vessels. And this is really just a dance as a spiritual discipline. And it's a ritualistic dance. So in the Vedas, they actually call it um, Charya Nuritya. And it literally means dances as a spiritual practice. So it's a devotional. It's doing a dance to 
connect with the higher spirits and every culture has this so shamanic practices that's why they dance they dance so the spirits would come out they do all these movements that have been passed down generationally that these movements are actually opening up stored memories in our bodies so i don't know if you've ever experienced like if you've gone to a dance class or yoga class and you remember something you've never thought of before or maybe you have a vision of something you've never seen in this life you're literally moving out stored memories that are somatically inside of your body because our bodies are they store everything everything you've ever experienced is stored in your movement so a certain movement will bring that out and i think it's really important to try different dances Get your body to do different kinds of things and see what gets released. So this is why we dance. We dance to experience these higher parts of ourselves through the body. Because the body is really a spiritual vessel. We learn so much in spirituality like leave your body, meditate, stillness, structure with poses and this and that. And that's great. It has a place. You know, but that's not what we came in this world to do. I mean, if we came into this world to leave the body, we would all just be dead. Like, why are we here if we're supposed to leave the body anyways? We leave the body eventually. But our work is to be in the body. Our work is to make this body our friend. To learn the secrets, the tales, the purpose of this body. So we can use that to break through whatever karmic bonds we were born with. And reading and expand into the highest version of ourselves. That's when we can leave this body. And we know that the work has been done. So dance is a spiritual practice and nothing less. And there's so many different kinds of dances that are available to us. It doesn't cost money. It doesn't take that much time. You know, like all it takes is committing to yourself and really becoming friends with your body and seeing your body is just a reflection of your ancestry your history you know the feminine the shakti is always moving flowing twirling and swirling and the problem that you have with your body are just reflections of things that you need to look deeper within in your life if you're experiencing pain on a certain part of your body What could that mean from a spiritual perspective? If you're always having sore throats, maybe your throat chakra is blocked. Maybe you need to stand up to that person and tell them how you really feel. Tell them what you really think. If you're dealing with menstruation issues, maybe it's the lack of sensuality or not being as connected. And you need to have more lust and romance. We should just stop the judgment of what a spiritual practice looks like. It's not just doing yoga, meditating, and journaling. There's so much more to it. Dance is a spiritual practice that's been in every single culture. So for all of you listening, you were put on this earth for a greater purpose. And we're only beginning to understand how profound our lives are. And the most amazing part is we're meant to enjoy them and we're doing the work and the work doesn't have to be difficult. 
you know, go to a dance class or one workshop. Check out a couple videos on YouTube. Do it in your room. There's no dance that's not sacred. Twerking is sacred. Chanting is sacred. Ballet is sacred. Everything is sacred. So I want you to take a moment and assess. Now that you know about the chakras and dance medicine, what chakra or dance doesn't really feel comfortable for you? What feels foreign and weird? The root African primal, the seductive, sensual belly dancing, the powerful, assertive dances of the solar plexus. What is it? And know that that's where you need to begin. Just start moving. Just start somewhere. As long as you start, that's what matters. You know, like what an amazing time that we've been reincarnated. And we have access to each other. We can all connect and get in. So thank you for tuning in and stay dancing and shining your light, beautiful. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review and share this podcast so I can help as many women as possible step into their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or check out my website trueunfoldment.com.